Love it. Today, we're going to take a look at Romans 11, but we're going to look at it in light of the different paths of Israel and to better understand these paths and the direction that Israel took after Yeshua actually came, I think it really will help us to look at Romans 11 in this light. And I firmly believe that Paul wrote Romans chapter 9 and 10 to lay a foundation of understanding regarding spiritual election between Jew and Gentile. And he writes this to help the Gentile side of the family better understand physical Israel's complexity that he explains to us in Romans chapter 11. And I just want to say that, beloved, Israel's journey is complex. That's why this restoration is not a quick fix. It's it. First of all, it has to be uh, clearly understood. And to get there, we need to unpack several things because of the differences between us as Jews and Gentiles, and then the separate uh, direction that the church took as it, it, it uh, uh, began to be controlled by the Gentile side of the family. And as Rome established Christianity as a separate and distinct religion away from Judaism. And we really need to understand that the only true and proper extension of Judaism is in Mashiach, is in Yeshua, in Christ. And that means, as Paul lays out to us in Romans 11, that Jewish people, either Orthodox or secular, liberal Jews, they are broken off branches. This is how Paul describes them. This is how Scripture describes those believe, those Jewish people that do not yet believe in Yeshua, that they need to be regrafted back into their own olive tree. And we have to understand that Israel does not have a separate, the Jewish people do not have a separate covenant, beloved. Both Jew and Gentile, this is clear from Scripture, need to cross over from the curse of the law, which is sin, which Yeshua paid the price for on the cross and the resurrection and established the new covenant. This is the pathway. And it wasn't just given to the Gentiles, beloved. It was given to Israel first. Yeshua said, I come only to the house of Israel because all the covenants had to be given to Israel first so that they could take him out to the nations so that when they when the children of the nations believe in him, they become one with Yeshua and with Israel to receive her covenants and promises. That's the one you man that Yeshua established at the cross and the resurrection. And that is the one you man the Lord is looking to reestablish now. We can only go so far by helping unsaved Jewish people in Israel. But the greatest thing that we can give them is lead them back to, to Yeshua, to Jesus. But we have to learn how to do that in a Jewish way. And we know there's great challenges and resistances. Look how Christianity was used to persecute the Jewish people. So uh, all of these things need to be 
properly unpacked and understood so that we can lay a foundation or at least a better foundation for the restoration. And, you know, a couple of years ago when I was writing an article for uh, Charisma magazine on Romans 11, the Holy Spirit gave me a, 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 a freshened perspective on this. Um, in the first 11 verses of chapter 11, Paul asks us three questions. And, you know, I, I want you to underline those questions and also um, um, and, and also the text that follows, because I believe that this will really help us give us a deeper understanding of Israel's plight of the journey of those that believed, those that were rejected, and those that were yet to be restored. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So let's take a look at path number one and the first question. And this actually is how Scripture refers to believing Jews. They're actually called the remnant of Israel. Now, we we, we know that that word's a little tricky because we are a remnant of believers, really, those of us who are really pressed in are a remnant of believers within the church. So there's remnant of Israel, there's remnant in the church as well, and sometimes the two can be confused. But when, uh, or the two can be uh, actually confusing, but when specifically um, we look at Scripture in Romans 11, the Apostle Paul identifies Jewish believers, those that established the church, those that were filled with the Holy Spirit and took the gospel out to the nations as the remnant of Israel. And you're going to pick this up quite a bit in the Romans 911 material because that's how I often refer to Jewish believers. Um, and it's not just Jewish believers in Israel, it's also Jewish believers in the diaspora. It's amazing now that almost half the Jewish population is already back in the land, but there's still millions and millions of Jewish people uh, in the nations, and they would also be included in the Romans, in the remnant of Israel. So let's look at Romans 11, 1, 6. Did God reject his people? By no means. These are rhetorical questions. He's using these questions to explain to the Gentile side of the family the, these complexities and the, and the journey that Israel is now on, those that believe that established the church, those that rejected were still blinded and, um, and, um, and couldn't hear. Um, there is with deafened. Um, but did God reject his people? By no means. I am an Israelite myself from the tribe of Benjamin. Beloved, I'm a Jewish believer. God did not reject his people whom he foreknew. So too at this present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. I, I love this verse, beloved, because I think we can, we can drill down a little bit on this verse. Paul was, when did he write this? What, 60, between 60 and 70 AD, something like that. Um, um, and he's saying to the Roman church, 
so too at this present time, there's a remnant chosen by grace. Well, that remnant is all the Jews that established the church, the many thousands. Remember, 3,000 were added on the first day. In Acts 4, there were 5,000. So there were thousands. And take a look at the Bereans. The Bereans were all Jews. They 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 uh, they studied the scripture that Paul brought to them, and they realized he, Yeshua, was the, the, the Messiah. And they moved their congregation into the new covenant. So, but so too at this present time, I think we can project on that, especially now as as Israel is is awakening, and since 1967, since Israel took sovereignty back of Jerusalem, there are hundreds of thousands of Jewish people actually believing in in Jesus. So too at this present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace by grace remember the word remnant there okay that's the remnant of israel these are jewish believers today who believe in yeshua jewish believers then but also jewish believers today and here paul uses elijah's experience with israel where he thought that he was the only one left but god explains that he had reserved seven thousand and at this time, there is a remnant chosen by grace, the remnant of Jewish believers in Yeshua who founded the ecclesia. And they didn't just include the apostles, but also the many thousands of believers who made up the remnant of Israel at that time with whom all the initial Gentile believers were also united with into the one you met. And I think we can say the same today, that there is many thousands of Jewish believers um, following Yeshua now, and they are called the remnant. But I have to tell you also, especially pastors, who are listening to this podcast, Jewish believers need to be shepherded into their identity. Um, it, 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 uh, it, it's not, you know, of course, when we believe in G Yeshua, when we believe in Jesus, we're saved. We, you know, we, we move, we're saved by grace through faith. But, but beloved, there's a role for us to play. Israel's salvation is key to the end times, and our role in it is much greater than we thought. And so it's very important when you have Jewish believers, pastor, you're shepherding a church in a Jewish area, and you have Jewish believers in your church, you can't just uh, just bring them into uh, the, the Gentile side of the church. You have to help them find their identity. And this is not a religious thing, beloved. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing first, and it needs to be. You can be connected to your Jewish roots and heritage without being legalistic. I live that kind of life. Hallie and I live that kind of life. Many other Jewish believers I know live that kind of life. But, but when I'm around Jewish people, I want them to know that Yeshua is the Messiah. I want them to know 
when they ask me, you know, what is my hope? I want to be able to tell them that, is it possible that our leaders made a terrible mistake? And look what happened to us when we got dispersed through the nations. And everything God said that would happen to us has happened to us. But he also spoke of a time of restoration. And there was a time of blindness and deafness, but also a time of restoration. I'm getting a little carried away here. Praise God, but this is good, I think. Hallelujah. So the first pathway here for Israel are those Jews that establish the church. Love it. Christianity is Jewish. It was founded by Jews. Salvation comes from Jews, Yeshua said. The covenants and promises were given to them. When we believe in him, we become one with him and with Israel. It doesn't say in Ephesians that, that they are supposed to, Jews are supposed to be one with us in the church. They, we are supposed to be one with them. And so Paul identifies the first pathway of Jewish people, and that is for those that believed. And now we come to Israel's awakening. There is a Jewish body that is in need of help and strengthening. And um, I believe the Lord is looking for us to come around the messianic body and to help them flourish. And I am not just talking about money, beloved here. I'm not at all. I'm talking about us coming together in love and unity and really ministering to one another and, and, and for messianic believers to, to love God's children from the nations, just the way we're called to, to love them. Um, uh, the, 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 this needs to happen on, uh, on in both parts of the family for there to be love and reconciliation. But getting back to the scripture, Romans 11, 1 through 6, identifies Jewish believers as the remnant of Israel. Next, um, in our next past podcast, beloved, in, um, do that again, Kurt. In our next podcast, beloved, we will focus on pathway number two and the second question, which has to do with those that were veiled. And there's some interesting, um, there's some, if actually, if you have uh, a copy of uh, my second book, the Ezekiel Generation in chapter eight, I did an amazing chapter on the veils. And um, it, it, there's a place here for us to understand actually how the veils came in and how they operated. And I can tell you quite plainly that most of Israel was already blinded and deafened well before Yeshua even came. Uh, even with the disciples, he had to open their eyes. So until um, the next time, beloved, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua.